I saw somebody 2024 out was Colleen Hooper. <laughs> Colleen Hooper? Colleen Hoover. Yeah. I thought you said calling an Uber. No, no, no. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode. Happy 2024. We are back, but before we get into the fake out, Sav, how are you doing? This episode is going to be fun because we're in person and we're also like a little hungover. (laughs) So it's like the morning debrief. I ordered a course light at 10 p.m. Emily ordered a crisp course light. You said something else that like was going to be added to the crisp course light cover, like, but I can't remember what you said quick intermission because I'm remembering this as I'm editing of what her thing that she said and Emily in the bar bathroom said that her biggest wish for the night was to hear apple bottom jeans <laughs> last night we were at a bar and Emily's favorite song of all time is no hands by waka flocka we had fully left we had fully walked like over the threshold of the bar door <laughs> And we heard no hands come on and we looked at each other and turned around and ran back to the dance floor. We had to go dance. Unless there was a bachelorette party and they were all dressed up as like grandmas. Like they were dropping it low in like wigs and Mew Mew. It was amazing. Yeah, they were wearing like turtlenecks and Ked sneakers and little granny wigs. Like one girl took her wig off. (laughs) No hands came on and the wig came off. I also was thinking this because we were in a bar last night and they were playing Nickelback and I was like judging them openly because it was on my story. <laughs> we really bullied, like as a society, we really bullied Nickelback and I feel like we should say sorry. I love Nickelback. If I'm doing karaoke, I'll say Nickelback. Like ins and outs of 2024, I think Nickelback is in. <laughs> We've done enough to them. I think they should have their moment. Making their comeback. Yeah. Do you have any ins and outs of 2024? Hmm. No, not really. You're not, that's not a trend you're participating in? Yeah, it's not really a trend. Okay, I have a couple. I think N is getting sugared instead of getting, like, hard waxed. Um, Obviously, I think Nickelback is back in. Like, large form bullying, I think, is out. Um, I think Gypsy Rose Blanchard, she's in. She's big time in. (laughs) I'm trying to think of anything else is in. I think outs, if you're waiting in line at Target to buy a Stanley Cup, that's out. We're that's mass consumerism out. Being a bitch, always out. I think I'm I think I'm gonna put fast fashion. Yeah, fast fashion is out. I'm trying to be more sustainable. That's in. I think that's I don't know. Can we talk about Saltburn? I've been waiting. <laughs> Guys, listen, this is the kind of movie where you can never predict what happens. You're saying, what the fuck, a hundred million times? But it's a good movie. It is a good movie. Okay, so I guess we have to give a spoiler alert. But if you haven't seen Saltburn at this point, like, that is not my fault. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime if you have Prime. You should go watch it. Jacob Lordy is so fine. So if you're not watching anything that Jacob Lordy is in, I think you're missing out. So fine. My boyfriend was like, we need to stop watching Jacob Elordi. <laughs> Have you seen the Jacob Elordi regrets doing the kissing booth? Yeah. But that is the best. That's an out. I don't think that he would have had a career if it wasn't for the kissing booth. You know what booth. else is out? 2024 kissing booth slander. <laughs> <laughs> That's out. 
Christine Booth made Jacob Bellardi's career. I agree. But the whole conversation around the bathtub scene, like, I get it a little bit. Like, how is that? How is drinking Jacob Lordy's bath water any different than me telling Seth to spit in my mouth? I don't think it's any different. I think it's the same thing. I think there's a little bit of a difference. <laughs> I think what got me about the bathroom scene was, like, like Felix, like, he didn't know that was happening. Which I thought it was, that's why I thought it was oh, weird. that's what's creepy. Yeah. He didn't have consent to drink his bath water. And I was just like, I was just. It was the rimming of the, the rimming of the. <laughs> what is that even called? The drain? <laughs> it was the, mo- I'm telling you, I think the worst scene has to be the grave scene. I, I would agree. Yeah. That was foul. Yeah. And I personally think the vampire scene yeah, that was that was a lot. That was a lot. That was a lot. That was a lot. But I think Barry Co- Cohen is that how you would say it? Yeah, loved him a little short king, and I mean Jacob Lordy was doing Jacob Lordy things. Yeah, he was fine as hell in that movie, like always. I want to know how Jacob because Jacob Lordy. This is the way that my brain is working this morning. Jacob Lordy and Joey King did the kissing booth together, and they dated. And then Joey King was Gypsy Rose Blanchard and the act. I want to know. If Gypsy Rose has watched Joey King and the act portraying her. I feel like she has had to. She, Joey King even got the Gypsy Rose voice. Yeah. Now, now that we are yeah. seeing her in her influencer era, the voice was even perfect. Well, it's also that um, Jacob Elordi is dating Kyla Gerber, who also dated Austin, Austin Butler. Butler. So like, and they both played Elvis. It's crazy. Uh, do you, I hope out 2024, no Elvis. more Elvis movies. Elvis. We've had Elvis. enough. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. But I do recommend watching Priscilla because it's more about her than it is about Elvis. Yeah, and like Elvis was a bad guy and Priscilla. Right? Yeah, I, I was I was getting so mad at Alex, and Alex was like, "I'm not, I'm not Elvis," because <laughs> I was just like, "This man's a piece of shit." Yeah, because Priscilla was like what, fifteen or sixteen? Yeah, yeah, that's gross. Yeah, she was straight up like a freshman. In high I feel like every time I see something about men, I'm like, "That was gross. Why did you do men?" Also, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we had a relatively tame night. Yeah. We just like danced. We just danced. It was bebop. It was chill. I I told Emily this last night when I was wasted on the couch and we got home and we're eating chicken nugs. There are very few people that like going out in a twosome is a choice. And there are very few people I feel like that can go out just the two of them and still have fun. Yeah. And we are two of those people. Yeah. No, I had a blast. I had a great time. I had a blast. We really just bebopped. Oh, what is out in 2024 is cover. Y- yes. <laughs> Tell us why. We went to our first stop was just like a holdover spot because, yeah, like bar bars were not open, but like we didn't want to go to dinner. So we go to this rooftop bar, which mind you, it's January. So like rooftops are not rooftoping in January. They charge us $10 cover per person. Yep. And it was the weirdest twenty dollars I've ever spent. And then towards the end when we were leaving, they had like a smoke machine. Which y'all, we listened. G six came on twice yesterday in two separate places. Unfortunately, the theme track of our night was "Fly Like a G 6 Two places. That's out. Twenty twenty four. Fly like a G six. No more. Yeah, I was just like, what? I hooked up with a guy in high school, and his football number was. I don't know why this is coming to my brain, was 36. And so he used to say fly like a 3-6 all the time. I don't know. I think I deserve financial conversation. <laughs> Hope he's doing well. Goodbye. <laughs> and today we're just going to go to the beach. 
obviously it's cold so we're just gonna like chill chill take our candles have a little afternoon of reading and relaxation which segues us perfectly into what we have been reading so and what have you read in 2024 so far so I finished the book that we are covering today absolutely loved it and then I am almost done listening to hopeless by Elsie mm. Silver really good this series really just like consumed me but this is what's kind of getting me about these small towns so y'all know I love the Edens the Edens book just came out with like the last one it's their storylines are really similar to this the Elsie Silver's they're like same shit different font basically pretty much Mm. so like the last Edens book is like oh surprise pregnancy but we that also happened yeah and the Elsie Silver's but it's like kind of becoming a little bit repetitive which one do you like more Devney Perry or Elsie Silver Devney Perry (gasps) Elsie Silver was like my queen of 2023 I think I love Devney Perry okay interesting yeah I mean I hope Cowboys continue to make their claim this summer (laughs) I saw somebody's 2024 out was Colleen Hooper Colleen Hoover. Colleen Hoover. Yeah. I thought you said calling an Uber. No, no, no. Colleen Hoover was their 2024 out. That was my 2023 out. It was Colleen Hoover. What have you been reading? Okay, I finished this book at the end of... This is my last book of 2023, Faking It, by Stephanie Archer. I read Tempted by the Devil by Michelle Hurd. If you've been listening to the pod for a while, she just has, like, quick, easy mafia reads. They are not going to win an award. They are nothing to write home about, but, like, they are fine. And then I listened to Bright Young Women by Jessica Knoll, which is so good. If you, like, need a palate cleanser, like, want to take a break from romance, so good. Highly recommend. And then I'm finally reading Manacled, which is the Harry Potter fan fiction. Um, It's very heavy thus far. And, like, it is so easy to get sucked into. I've had to, like, peel myself away. It's also... um. My Kindle is saying it's going to take me 15 hours and 16 minutes to finish. So, like, that is a chore. And we're just going to keep chipping away. I think my next read is going to be Candy Snyder. The Hoppy book? Yeah. Meet Your Match. Is that what that's called? I think so. And then the second one's coming out. And I think it's, like, Watch Your Mouth Mm. or something. I was just like... I can be into that. That's a title that intrigues me. I think I want to get, like... I'm thinking I'm going to read Manacled for a while, and then I would like to get into a mafia scenario, I'm thinking. And then maybe a romantic. That's kind of what's on my docket. Doing that. Yeah. Trying to read less cutesy covers, and it's going well. Okay, getting into this week's book, Stephanie Archer writes spicy laugh-out-loud romance. She believes in the power of best friends, stubborn women, and a fresh haircut and love. She lives in Vancouver with a man and a dog. Books by Archer include Behind the Net, and today we are discussing The Fake Out, which is the second book in the Vancouver Storm. Stephanie Archer has become a must-read author for me. Love she her. She also did the Finn Roads Forever series, which was, like, my number oh. one book of 2023. So, listen, she can write when. I'm picking it up. I'm going to start pre-ordering everything that she does. And this week's dedication is for Helen Camisa, who believes everyone deserves to move and feel good in their body, which I love. Yeah, and this really does fit the book. Yeah, for sure. So getting into it, Rory Miller is the new star on the Vancouver Storm, and when he is made captain, the expectations are high. 
Wanting to feel like the happiest man is hard for Rory, who has not felt the spark that playing the game used to give him. Hazel is one of the team's physical therapists who has grown up with Rory, which has formed a friendship with lots of flirty banter. When Connor McKinnon, Hazel's awful ex, is traded to the storm and becomes one of her patients, Hazel and Rory put their friendly banter to use and pretend to date so that Connor doesn't bother Hazel and that Rory will look like a true captain to the head coach. The two quickly become best friends during their fake dating scheme, but the two quickly realize that they like each other way more than friends. Not only do we get a swoon-worthy romance, but the story also includes heartfelt moments about loving who you are, finding your spark, and loving what you do. Okay, I gave this five stars. This was such a good book for me to end last year on. Like I said, Stephanie Archer has become a can't-miss author for me because of the way she designs stories and characters. Hazel was such a firecracker, and I loved the way that she cared about others and wanting to open an inclusive yoga and dance studio so that people could feel comfortable working out was so sweet and I loved that however I think Rory was like the star of the show here he was so in love with this woman for years and I appreciated that his fake dating was never fake like it was always so real for him I also loved his character growth in this series so in the book before this and then also in this book going from fighting with Jamie on the ice to being a captain and leader I just really loved him like he was perfect um, two quotes that I have. I'm going to go on a little rant, but not yet. <laughs> okay, so he says, you are so beautiful. It makes my chest hurt. And even when we are 100 years old, I'll be flirting with you to get your attention. Goals. Goals. <laughs> goals. I highlighted that so fast. Oh my God, that's adorable. All right. There's a lot of conversations with Hazel and her mom. And like part of the reason that she wants to open the studio is because her mom used to be a dancer And she gained weight and now she like doesn't want to dance anymore. And she's really uncomfortable in her body and like makes a lot of comments about the way that she looks. And so I think that there's a lot of really good dialogue between the two of them, but also from like Hazel's perspective. And so at one point she says to her mom, I want you to feel amazing regardless of what size you are. You're funny and smart and an incredible mom. And none of those things have anything to do with your weight. It's fine if you want to be skinny, but you're still beautiful and amazing if you aren't. And I feel like because this is the first book that we're talking about in 2024 and like, I don't know if you feel this way, but like resolution people have like really come for one this year. Like, yes, everyone is like, okay, what are we? And I think that I'm doing it a little bit too, but like, it's okay. You know what I mean? Like if your resolution is to be healthier or skinnier or like have a bigger ass, like amazing, good for you. But you are still beautiful and amazing. And if you aren't trying to tackle those goals or you feel like you aren't as successful as you think that you should be, like, it's okay. And so I appreciated Hazel's character and all the conversations that she had. And then I also really appreciated Stephanie Archer for including that in a way that, like, didn't feel pushy or overbearing. It just felt really natural. Yeah, like, I have ditched the resolutions the past, like, two or three years. And I just have goals, like, goals for the year instead of resolutions yeah I we've been I've been doing a word for a couple of years do you want to share your or your goals or some of them yeah so one of my goals is I want to pick up a hobby okay so I want to pick up a hobby that's a great goal I so I want to do that um I do have like a gym goal and it's so I want to go to the gym five times a week but I want two of those things to be like a class yeah so like zoom bird like doing like a class so it's more like wanting to like I think it's more like looking at your body as like what it's doing for you more mm-hmm. than like wanting to like 
lose all the weight and like change it. And then I do want to read 60 books this okay. year and then finish the semester with A's. Okay, good goals. Those are my goals. My word of the year is flexibility. And I feel like it's like mental flexibility of the way that I like handle challenging situations, but also physical flexibility because I have been like deep in my Peloton era for a couple of years and my hips, like like they hurt when I'm having sex. That's not good. So I need to like crack it open. (laughs) I need to figure that out. Um, So yeah, like doing more yoga and just being intentional about like, what I'm doing with my body, but also the like mental and emotional yeah. flexibility too. I think mine, my words, I don't have my phone, but I think I have joy, toast, and warmth. Toast like celebrate or mm-hmm. toast like bread. Like, <laughs> yeah, like celebrate joy and warmth. I like Those are my warmth. Three, my three words. Yeah. I have my best friend from grad school has always done like a word of the year. And so she got me into this and I, I think it's like it's good to have goals for yourself always and like have things that you reflect upon but I just feel like the resolution people have come out in full fucking force and like I think we all just need to chill yeah because I like see people who are like people who like are big gym people like they're like mean to people who are like there like like what are these people trying to do like yeah the people live there like you know what I mean it's just like no the resolution people are just a bit too much like we're all just trying to be better for me the 75 hard people yeah oh my god that's a cult that is a cult and like I tried it for approximately four days hell no yeah. like if you're doing 75 hard power I to just you. wish I had the time because you have to do two 45 minute workouts yeah that's really that's time I think that's why influencers are doing them because they don't have jobs <laughs> no offense if anybody's doing 75 hard but like how do you and one of them has to be outside yeah the fuck do you do if it's raining yeah like what that's not realistic I just feel like Hazel would want you to do things that make sense for your body and so I appreciated that whole perspective on this especially like going into a new year yeah I really liked how Hazel like because like we like when you read like Rory doesn't even let himself like have a beer and she's like you can have one beer and it's not gonna yeah set you back but I love this book I gave it five stars this was just a very good, like, feel, like, feel good romance read, and it had me glued from the start. I liked that the childhood French trip was there, but it wasn't so overwhelming, but it was just the right amount that it contributed to the plot. And I really liked Hazel. She was witty, funny, and sharp, and I also love when women work in sports, mm-hmm. and she was really respected in her field. Rory was such a good main character. Like, he was very boyish and, like, swoon-worthy, but he was also, like, an alpha male and, like, possessive like when he needed it like when he like needed and wanted to be I enjoyed that these two were friends already before they started to fake date so it made the transition more smooth like the storyline was very natural like I feel like if this could be like a realistic book and I like how they both worked individually on their problems but they also worked together to help one another and just encourage like they just really wanted the other to succeed the family element in this book was like very sweet. Like when he reconnected with his mom, that made me sob. Mm. And I like how close Hazel and her sister um Pippa. Wait, I did it again when we did the episode on this. Pippa, 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 Pippa. How close Hazel and Pippa were. I like that ice skating became their thing. Yeah, like I really thought that that was just really sweet. And then him, he so he always called her fire breather. 
And so he got her like a something for her desk, like a dragon. And then he also bought one for himself that he brought with him on like games because he like missed her. So sweet. And then I have three quotes. So she says, I don't hate, I don't date hockey players. I'm pretty sure you don't even know my first name. So Rory's gaze sharpens, his smile turning flirty. You want me to say your name more, Hazel? Like this man from the get-go. He was so cocky yeah. and like smirky. I loved it. And so he joins her online yoga class and he says, I'm mesmerized. She's so beautiful. I wish I could record this so I can listen to it again and again. Nothing hotter than a man who encourages and supports mm. his person's like career. And then he goes, she inhales sharply and for the longest moment of my life. I worry she might push me off, but she melts against me, kiss me back. And in my chest, something locks into place. They were so sweet. So sweet. So cute. So sweet. Also in the online yoga class, at the end, Hazel's talking about, like, what's something that makes you feel worthy? And, like, that's such a good question. I love that. Yeah. And he was, like, so at a loss. Like, he didn't know what made him feel worthy. And then in the end, he's like, she's what makes me feel worthy. It was just so sweet. Yeah. This was just a, a perfect read. It was amazing. But I will say it was like it was spicy <laughs> and then i were putting our notes in this morning and i was like i am too hungover and it's too bright outside for me to be reading this film <laughs> like, it was really spicy it was i think i'm giving it two peppers i gave it three that's yeah yeah two, yeah i'd probably yeah. give it two and a half yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> so he sent her lingerie all the time and i thought that was just that was just hot and so she would like tease him with this like when he's like at his like away game she would just like send like a picture where like her shirt is a little bit off the shoulder so like he could see the straps. I just think that that is such a hot thing for a man to do. And then there's a few scenes. So at first, like they did not go all the way. Like the first time they were just like fooling around. And she says, take what you want, Rory. He groans, jaw tight, pinning me with his focus. This is exactly what I want. I want to keep you here like this. His gaze drops to where his fingers are deep inside me, touching a part of me I've never been able to reach. I love it when you're a good girl for me. no words yay no words and then she tries to like get off of him and he says you are not going anywhere he says gaze raking over me like his control is fraying you're going to sit on my lap and come on my fingers like i've been thinking about for weeks this man was like he knew what to say yeah he knew how to say it and he knew when yeah and it wasn't cringy it wasn't awkward. no it was just perfect never cringe and then of course we get a mirror scene so of course now i have to discuss <laughs> so hazel goes he pulls back turning me to face the mirror his hand heavy on my shoulder for leverage as he lines himself up at my entrance i flatten my hands on the dresser bracing myself he goes so fucking good with you hazel you're exactly what i need Rory taking his pleasure sends another ripple of heat through me. I clench around his thick length and a groan rumbles out of him. In the mirror, his eyes burn hotter. This mirror scene, I think, was like specifically written for Emily because it was a mirror scene. It was a hockey player and she had the jersey on. That, yeah, that was so hot. He was he was like, put the jersey on. Fucking trifecta. It is. <laughs> okay, so I gave this three pepper three peppers there were a lot of things that i think like like their sex was hot the delaying of like actual p and v sex like the the long period of messing around Mm -hmm. i think was really hot and at the beginning when they first start hanging out she says like oh i don't come for guys like that's just not something that happens for me and he goes oh no he says and it's 
low teasing voice, you're not going to come, are you? Because you don't do that with guys, right? Open your eyes and look at me. Against my hip, his steel cock presses into me with urgency. You're making a mess on me, Hartley. He crooks his fingers, finding that spot inside me, and makes me lose my mind, and my nails dig into his pecs as pleasure arcs through me. Yep. Yep. And I like that that became, like, a game between them. Yes. Like, the power of, like, yeah. oh, I thought you didn't come for guys. I don't know. I just... Like, I want you to be a little mean to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, saw, I saw this tweet. It was like, don't be mean to me or I'll come. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad that, like, I need help, but so does everybody else. You know what I mean? Like, we're all in it together. What I'm about to say is filthy. And I recognize that. And when I read it, I thought it was filthy. And even now in the light of day, I think it's filthy. So whatever. Um, His tongue delves inside me and I moan, high and needy. My spine is tingling. Oh, fuck, Hazel, he groans. You just clinched on my tongue. That is a filthy thing to fucking say. That's so good, baby. You're doing so good. I grit my teeth, breathing hard. I'm about to burst out of my skin. If you want more, you need to earn it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And then finally, them sexting back and forth was really hot. I enjoy that, yeah. And then when you get to, like, the culmination of the sexting and he sends her a video of him coming on screen for her, listen to this shit (laughs) he says he sends her a video he says this video is for my girlfriend hazel hartley who i've been thinking about a lot these past few weeks and then he like starts like stroking himself and who i miss he continues with a small smile stroking himself slowly very very much and who i cannot wait to fuck as he jerks off on video while thinking about her like this is when i was fucked this is when i was like oh i love them i'm obsessed like it was just it was, it was perfect i yeah. have no notes no notes no but notes. The, the clinching on the tongue was like <laughs> this is a lot in the light of day <laughs> that might be too much for my hungover brain but it's fine yeah there was just like this and like the thing is like the sex is not like crazy like this could like be realistic yeah normal people fucking yeah which is like a favorite <laughs> category of ours i think like two hot people fucking yeah it doesn't have to be anything crazy no just clinching on one another's <laughs> that is a crazy fucking thing that's to write that's a crazy write. thing that's a crazy i'm thing. glad that everyone agrees <laughs> yeah it was spicy so you had the plot you had the romance you had the banter you had the spice you had the swoon yeah it was all around five stars yeah agreed loved it okay we're gonna get into some discussion questions yes so the first one is, do you think it was fair for Hazel to be so mad at her mom? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. I think it comes, and Hazel kind of mentions this at the end of, like, she looks so much like her mom, and she sees so much of herself in her mom. And so I think that there's probably some, like, internal feelings that she was taking out on her mom. So I think that, like, yes and no. Like, you want... The people in your life to like love themselves but also like she came on a little strong I think at some point yeah I think so too I think like I understand what she was trying to like tell her mom but like with her like saying that oh like people need to like love their body I feel like it's kind of like that's like a personal journey yeah and so I'm glad that like her and her mom were able to like get through it but I think that at some points it was a little it was a much. little harsh I would have cried yeah oh I would have <laughs> sobbed I think that giving critical feedback to your mom one of the hardest things yeah, to do yeah, in the entire I, I world. I can't do it. Like, so power to her for trying. I would have just let it go. 
Me too. I don't think I would have been like pushing that hard. But it was her passion and yeah, you got it. It was her passion. And so like, I think I understand that lens of it that she cared about it so much. But yeah, she was kind of a little harsh. She was a little harsh. I would agree. Okay. What do you think is hotter? The texting and like sending sexy, like the sexting and sending texts back and forth. Or when they started sending the pictures and videos back and forth. Pictures and videos back and forth. Is that how you prefer to sext? I don't sext. You don't sext at all? Um, I think that's like the most fun part of having a steady relationship is a little sex now and then. I think like 40%. 40% no? 60% yes? No, I think 40 Are you sexting all the time? <laughs> no, 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 no. I think like 50-50. Of, like, how you'd rather text or send pics and videos? No, we don't send pictures. Okay. I'm thinking, like, no, I think, like, we sometimes sex, but not I all the sexing time. Sexing is so fun. But I always, like, I'm, like, a words person. I'm, well, I will. But, like, I'm not, I'm more likely to, like, send you a text than, like, send you a picture. Yeah. I'm never sending a video. No, like, power no. to people that are doing no. that. I am not one of those people that's nope, doing nope. that. Nope. So, now we know that the next book is about Holden and Darcy. So how do you think this next book about Holden and Darcy is going to go? Okay, so to give a recap, because you had to explain this to me yesterday. Holden is the golden retriever boy, right? Yes. That everybody loves. Who plays for the storm. Darcy was his friend and also his best friend's long-term girlfriend. Yes, and so Kit is the like the other best friend. And he also played hockey. Yes. For a different team. For a different team. And Holden and Kit met Darcy at the same time at college. And then Kit starts dating Darcy. Yeah. So Holden misses Chance. And they were together for like seven years. Yes. And so now Holden and Darcy. No. Now Darcy and Kit broke up. Okay. So when when Darcy and Kit were introduced, I was like, ooh, we're going to have a threesome. I thought so too. So them breaking up is, like, confusing me in my brain. I don't know what the trope would be. We had fake dating. The first book was kind of enemies. I guess it could be, like, a friends to lover situation. I think that's what it's going to be. But that's got to be so complicated. Like, poor Darcy. I already feel bad yeah. for her. That has to be so complicated. So I think that's what's go- what it's going to be. I just think, like... It's really hard to be friends with somebody that you have feelings for. Yeah. Because everybody could see that Holden had feelings yeah. for Yeah. I wonder if she could see it too. Yeah. I'm excited for that though. I think it's, it's going to be, be really a good, good one. Yep. Truly. Stephanie Archer must read author for me at this point. Like this book did not have a third stage breakup. Like, Which I you, love. What more could you ask for? Outs 2024. Third stage breakup. Exactly. <laughs> had enough. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. I hope if the third book has a third stage breakup. I'm worried that it would be Darcy going back to Kit. <laughs> Which would crush. I can already feel for future me that that would crush yeah. me. So I'm just like. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's, that one's going to be good. I'm excited. I'm excited for that one, too. I love when at the end of a book, authors are like, and the next book is about so-and-so. Yeah. So you can like theorize of what it's going to be yeah, about. Like, we're not going to make you wait. Here you go. Yeah. Like you have to wait for the book. But here's like a little teaser. A little something yeah. to hold you over. Okay. Getting into our favorite segment, which is how we view rory miller i will go first i viewed him as braxton barrios which is the wide receiver for the dolphins also alex earl's boyfriend that i think is what is more famous for him right now 
I think he has like a good boy smile, very well dressed, loves volunteering, loves doing any volunteer work that involves kids. I think that he wakes up on the weekends to run around your favorite park with you. Obviously, I'm matching Lululemon, like we're bringing the Lululemon athletic wear back. Since your first Christmas together and him knowing how much you love it, he continues to go out all out every year. I think he drives a blacked out Range Rover. His favorite flowers to buy you are tulips. He gets a little drunk once a month at guys night and comes home and is just like gushy and absolutely obsessed with you. Yeah, like he is just the golden retriever. Yeah, absolutely. So for me, he reminded me of Jack Hughes, who plays for the New Jersey Devils. Like, he really does give that Golden Retriever energy also. Hold on, I have to Google this man. Have you used him before? Do they all look the same? Oh, he's cute. Yeah, and, like, he's, like, very, like... He looks like a little baby. Like, sarcastic. He This man is sarcastic? Yeah, like, reporters be like, what's your favorite, like, Gatorade? He's like, blue. I mean, that... Yeah. That is a flavor. Yeah. Blue Gatorade is... Who knows what the fuck the actual flavor is? Yeah, he's, like, very sarcastic. Oh, he's cutie. Is he 17? No, no, he's our age. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, continue. Um, so I'm bringing back the matching Lulu because this because Rory does run in the mornings wearing full Lulu and yeah. he rocks a backwards hat like nobody else. Absolutely. He drives a sporty Audi, but also has like a family car if it's like snowing or they need to go to like a store. Ooh. So he has like a second car. He is the most involved husband and he will always be at your events pick you up when you need and he definitely like gets you like tampons and like pads if you need them oh yeah he's getting that from the grocery store and he hosts the team's get together so they're at your house and he never leaves the house without kissing you he i loved rory yeah he was so cutie ideal so getting into our last segment we have our boyfriend pyramid the first one of the year so at the bottom of the boyfriend pyramid you have ultimate friends with benefit so you guys could be one time could be a situation shit there's like Maybe in secret, maybe not. And then you have meet the parent. So he could be the one, could not be the one. It's just, he's kind of like there, but like there's potential. Then you have white picket fence. We're just like living in the suburbs. You're having the happy life together. You guys are married. Most likely going to the farmer's market on Saturdays. At the top of the list, you have God tier where they just have some extra oomph. So Sav, where are you putting Rory? He's God tier. God tier. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I wonder how many God tiers we had last year. We probably had a lot. We had a lot. We were in love a lot last yeah. year. No, but there's no other place for Rory Miller except for God tier. No, he lives in God tier. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's in like, I think instead of having roommates, I now have so many men in God tier that I have like a little village. <laughs> so he's in the hockey house. <laughs> Because I have same, a little, same. I have a little villa. I have a cowboy yeah. house. I have a hockey house. I have a mafia house, a CEO billionaire house, my little Christmas a winter little village. village. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Thanks everybody for listening to this episode on the fake out by Stephanie Archer. I hope it was a cutesy, fun read to get you back into the new year. And you know we're back, so it's nice to see you all again. We're just gonna take a sharp right. <laughs> we're glad that we had our cutesy fun because next week we're going to read skin of a sinner by avena saint graves one of the reviews said that it was crazy hot and completely disturbed so that's how we would like to describe ourselves moving forward so we're just go we're just we're going 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 for it yeah 2024 that was one of our goals and our recap episode was to like read darker stuff so here we fucking go (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) so we'll see you next week for skin of a sinner to be completely disturbed and crazy hot and until then we hope you guys have a great week and we'll see you soon bye guys